Leighton, welcome to another... The official podcast of The Leaky Cauldron. The Leaky Cauldron. The Leaky Cauldron. Do you hear that, Ern? The Leaky Cauldron. Just go. You're wasting time. Welcome to Pottercast, your number one source for news, theories, discussion and interviews with people from the Potter books and films. I know a small amount myself having written the books. My name is J.K. Rowling. I am now happy to introduce your hosts, Melissa, John and Sue. Happy birthday to us, kind of yes. 150 episodes old today. Welcome to Pottercast. Wow. Ooh. Well, it's 150 for you guys and what, nine for me? One, five, Aww. nine. That's okay, Frack. You'll catch up. Kinda. I can't wait till Frack's 150th episode. <laughs> it's going to be a long time away. years from now. Who, who was oh, 150 man. years old? The guy that invented the Sorcerer's Stone? Somebody in the, in the, the books was 150. Flamel? Was it? Was, was he? Flamel was 666, was it? Or not 666. Oh. Six, oh, we thought Dumbledore was 150. <laughs> That's an interesting age to be. <laughs> Is that who it was? So- Flamel's over 600 years old. Yeah. We, we thought Dumbledore was 150, and then uh, he wasn't. Oh. <laughs> then he wasn't. <laughs> then he wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I still those much. aging potions to de-age him. <laughs> it was magic. Go figure. Go figure. I remember one theory that they thought Dumbledore was Ron in the future. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Not that again. <laughs> oh. Red hair. Yeah, red hair's Ron! It's Ron! <laughs> we talked about that, I think, on Pottercast 10. Talk about a red herring. Oh. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> See what I did That's there? funny. <laughs> not. This, is yeah. this the show? Okay, welcome to Pottercast 150. We are <laughs> as relevant as ever, guys. <laughs> Call them back. Three years. Three years <laughs> into recording Pottercast, almost, in August. Oh, man. Right? Yeah. Three years. Three years. Three years. Yeah. All right. So on this week's show, we have a Canon Conundrums. Yes. Woo. A what? A Phoenix Files. Mm-hmm. Woo. And we hear from our crafty friends, it? right? More. Uh, right? Bit by yeah, bit. we hear from our crafty friends. And then we have more uh, podcast acting troop auditions. <gasps> more what friends? Our craft alongs. We have a new feature on our lounge. Oh, crafty friends. I'm like. <laughs> I thought you said something. Oh! And I was very confused. So, wow, that's a really packed show. It is. So, I, why don't we get right into the news? I see we jump Just in. Just in case you've never been with us before, my name is Melissa. I'm here with John, Sue, and Freck. And I always tend to roll R's when I say your name. But, Freck! I like that. Ian, let's do it. What's the news this week with the Sue? Well, we're kind of in a lull period as we're waiting for the dreaded trailer, or the highly anticipated trailer. But in the dreaded, I know nothing dreaded. The I can't dreaded. wait for it. We're all waiting for it. But in the meantime, wash your mouth out with yeah, soap. I know. I know. It's taken forever. I don't know what the deal is. But I'm um, we did see some new photos of the theme park that is still under construction and is now actually starting to gain some some momentum. We saw um, a lot of scaffolding go up, and we saw what looked like the first building of a snowy hog. Mead Village. I'm excited. <gasps> saw chimneys and everything. Yeah. And Florida. Florida, who knew? Who knew that Florida was housing of a wizarding <laughs> community? Well, I suppose it could be under one of those like cloaking devices or whatever they did for, you know, didn't they do, don't they do that for unplottables? John, yeah. is there a wizarding community in Florida that we're unaware of? Um, that you're kind of sitting on over there none, enjoying and not letting us know? None shall speak about this wizarding community unless they are residents of Florida, I'm afraid. Oh, wow. Well, this is part of the... There's, it's lots of secrecy. Though it is not Im- immune to the Google Map program, so is it called Sudden Valley? <laughs> Sudden Valley. That sounds like I'm more of a salad dressing than a housing <laughs> development. I don't want to. I don't want to eat it. I don't. I, I'd marinate a chicken in it, though. Mm. Yeah, I would too. 
Yeah. <laughs> All right. Anyway, what else? Um, this is just uh, I, earlier we had talked about Emma Watson taking possibly taking on a new role in a movie called Napoleon and Betsy, and um, they said on her website, um, no, it's not confirmed. She's interested, but no. So, uh, I know. I mean, everybody was like all excited because they're like, "Oh, so Emma's going to get her first screen kiss with somebody other than Rupert." Because I, I don't know. Well, we don't want that. She will have plenty for her to do in Deathly Hallows. I mean, she's got. If they do it right, she has to kiss both of them. Right. Ooh, that's right. Oh, that's right. Oh, I saw a drawing of some of that, like in the the locket thing. And um, the drawing was a little more explicit than I imagined it. And I was like, oh, oh where did you see this drawing? That may be why. It, w- well, it was on LiveJournal somewhere. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I know. It wasn't horrible. There was no bits or pieces. It was <laughs> just kind of like, oh, I didn't. I no, you didn't know, you know who did a beautiful, beautiful drawing of that is our own Makani, Heather yes. Campbell? Oh, she did a wonderful oh, yeah. drawing of that. That's amazing. Hers is amazing. And my hatred still hands stands for her. Just kidding. <laughs> oh, you guys should like team up and, and, and illustrate everything. World. Ever. She's... Oh, that would just be so funny. Did you see her... I'm sorry, what? No, I mean, she did a Hermione being almost like cut by Bellatrix illustration. It's beautiful. Wow, no. Really? I haven't seen that. I'm going to have to look the link you're up right to, now. You're going to have to link me. Yeah. All right, what else happened in the Seuss? Um, There's still minor casting happening. Apparently, the Caro sisters has now been cast for Half-Blood Prince, which is... Um, she's one of the Death Eater people that shows up later again in Deathly Hallows too. But um, she was cast, so that's kind of interesting that they're putting those ugly people in there. I mean, you know, I guess they all. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. The Caros are just like they're two like thugs. They like take over. I mean, they help at the the battle yeah. at the at the end of. Uh, well, they're a, they're a brother and sister. Brother correct? and sister, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then right, doesn't she end up teaching? Sure. I think in Deathly Hallows. Uh, yeah. Well, in Deathly Hallows, yeah, because remember, um. One teaches defense against the dark arts, and one teaches muggle studies. That's right, right, right. Uh, and, yeah, yeah. They torture everybody, and then, her, then when she when she gets knocked out in the Ravenclaw Tower, uh, Luna's like, "Oh, look, oh, they're, they're pleased." pleased. Yeah. <laughs> That's right, they're pleased. <laughs> I, I hope they I keep that line just so Ivana Lynch, who is fabulous, can say that. I mean, that would just be awesome. Oh, look, they're pleased. <laughs> is it her? Is it her or him that gets knocked out? Because because I always the two of them, I never. Know no, I never remember which one's the girl and which one is not. Um, the sister gets knocked okay. out because when McGonagall lets in the boy, she's like, I let your sister, uh, didn't Flitwick let your sister in earlier today? Yeah. So it's the boy. So okay. I think, um, yeah. it's harder to keep track of. I think the, f- yeah, the sister. Yeah, it is. Yeah. I have similar names and, you know. I just wanted to say, though, my, my, my trailer senses are tingling. And I just think that when this podcast will have aired, that we will have that there's a rumor that might be true involving a trailer. And I just think it's going to come soon. And I'm still going to stay with the June 16th or not May 16th, May 16th. May. May. Sorry. Ooh, ooh. Heart failure, Scare everybody. No. May what? <laughs> Disneyland Day is June 16th. Yeah. I know last year's was June 16th. Yeah. Disneyland or Disney oh, when World? When is that, John? Last year's day was, was June 16th at Disneyland. But no, this, oh, we this year we're having another one. We're having one at Disney World. No, that's not fair. Sorry. It's too far from me. That's May 17th. I don't condone that. Oh. Sad. Sorry, I'm just being honest. I'm sorry. And, and can we, there was this kind of a sad piece I of saw news. I'm Frankie. Well, we're on sad things because I can't go to the Disneyland thing either. But, um, Melissa, the books are not going to be on the New York Times what? bestseller list. 
I think that's just... Isn't that weird? Weird. Very weird. It's crazy. Wait, what? It just, what? It's, it's the end of a 10-year era from December 27th, 1998, which... But, by the way, that's my birthday. No, oh. weird. What? That's right. They, they, your, your birthday is December twenty seventh. My birthday is the day that the Harry Potter books first appeared on the New York Times bestseller list. When I found that, I actually found that out while I was researching the book, and I did a little dance in my apartment. It was funny. <laughs> 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 but you don't understand how Aww. long it took to figure Melissa that out dance. because Melissa because dance. I had to go. It's not something that's really often referenced, like what exact date they came on the scene. So I had to go through every single week of harry potter on on the list wow. from like 2000 down so it was really frustrating but anyway yes they they will they have been on the on the new york times bestseller list since december 27th 1998 that was sorcerer's stone but it didn't hit number one until june of 99 when chamber of secrets came out because it was like a wave of publicity 99 yeah, yeah. chamber of secrets came out in the u.s and then once prisoner of azkaban came out in september it like sealed them in they circled in the top like five or six spots forever and then on june on uh right at the end of june beginning of july of 2000 the new york times was getting so many complaints about about them clogging the lists about about publishers being frustrated they couldn't get their books on them etc that they split the list into adult and children wow in some form harry potter has been on the new york times bestseller list every week since december 27th 1998 and now next week for the first time ever they're falling off them. I mean, look, it took what, like a year of yeah. uh, maybe like three quarters of a year for them to for them to for Deathly Hallows to leave the list, you know? I mean, now think about that. Now think about that. It sells books every week for ten years. That is just yeah. extraordinary. I mean, I can't even Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> that's 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 an achievement. Wow. But but yeah, so next week, I mean, doesn't it feel feels like a bit of an end of an era, doesn't it? It does. No, nothing ends. Nothing ever ends. That's what I say. No, they'll be back. They'll be back on the list. And if not, I mean, hey, it was a good good run, wasn't it? Yeah, but I mean... We'll wait for the encyclopedia to come out. No, that'll come out. But but Hmm? the Deathly Hallows paperback is coming out this summer. Both of them. Well... That's true. The UK and and the US one, but the US ones only counts, but still... I don't know when that's coming out, though. We haven't heard no, a date separate yet. separate list for that? Okay, okay. So what else is going on? Um, but that's about it. And all that talk about books makes me want to talk about books. So should we go do it? How about we talk about books? That is a nice segue if I ever heard one. <laughs> Once in a while, my brain works. It's kind of scary. <laughs> like, oh. <laughs> works. <laughs> so your brain works a lot more than you realize, okay? <laughs> Not always, though. That's the key part. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's go talk about books. And now it's time for Canon Conundrums. Listen in as our panel tries to figure out one specific issue from the Harry Potter canon. Who could possibly figure that out? Uh, we're here with here with Canon Conundrum. Pomp up the dance now. Pomp it up. Just kidding. We are conundruming about one of our favorite characters of the week. Her name is Poppy. Also, <laughs> I got strong opinions on this. Everybody one. has been really scratching their heads about this one for a long time. Yeah, I know. Yeah, and I just want to say, somebody was like, "Why do you keep sorting people? It's so useless." <laughs> Guys, it's fun. Like, what's useful? Tell me, what's useful? Are we trying to figure anything out anymore? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Are we just enjoying talking about some cat? I think we're talking. We're just kind of enjoying well, we're just trying now. to get yeah. as many on the record as possible. So when we ask uh, the lovely Joe, "What's up?" she can be all like, "Yeah, Poppy, check." 
Cameras are check. Fed check. check. Oh, I'm no. so. I really want to do that. Yeah. I'm so excited. Yeah. But Miss Coffee. Um, yeah. We're, we're just being a sorting. Hat. What house is she in? We should sort the sorting yeah. hat. You could. You should draw the sorting hat. Oh. It's Gryffindor's though. But that was totally Gryffindor. Yeah, it belongs to Gryffindor. This hat. Yeah. Yeah. But they all enchanted it. All right, so Poppy Pomfrey, I have opinions. I have an opinion, too. Okay. Opinion. Should we Anybody all go around surprised? like we normally do? Let's do it. You can start, Melissa. Becky? Mm-hmm. Okay, Sue's going to like this. I think she's a Hufflepuff. You know, I, okay, I almost said that, but then I thought, you know what? It takes a lot of intelligence to, to know all the different remedies, so I thought maybe she's a Ravenclaw. But she doesn't have the compassion, so I don't know. But I'm, I'm kind of torn. She's mm-hmm. a Ravenpuff. That's know. what I'm thinking, too. Okay. A Ravenpuff. And then, uh, John? Maybe. I'm, I have to lean towards the Ravenclaw, to be honest, for the, some mm. of the same reasons of, of Sue. It's just, I figure, you know, it's uh, lots of memorization, lots of, you know, uh, study to become a doctor or a nurse. and uh, A healer. A healer, indeed. Doctors cut people. This is true. You just totally called me out. Also a lot of hard work. Yeah, it is a lot of hard work. Um, and I'm, I'm there with yeah. Melissa. I think Hufflepuff. Uh, oh. oh my god, it's me and Frack against Sue and John. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun. It's Death the coffee match. and Pellegrino versus the butterbeer and the burrito. See, I think it's a... I agree on that Hufflepuff thing, though. I agree about the hard work. You're right. I mean, she's she just never stops. She yep. just goes and constantly patching them. So she's always right, anytime they go there, she's just she's ready. RPG. She's got the cure in her hand. She's just boom. She's she's on it. There's, it's it's always she's, she's always she's one person running an infirmary for a school of a thousand kids, which is pretty incredible. Yeah, and yeah. random infirmities too. Because, Especially like, sp- all these jinxes going wrong. <laughs> yes, uh, exactly. My head turned into a sea urchin. How do I fix it? <laughs> like, oh. Especially when Harry Potter's around. Some essence of dip it. Yeah. <laughs> or no, when there's people like Fred yeah. and George around, man, when their their spells go awry. <laughs> I'm Bam, a canary. Who are they going to call Madame Pomfrey? <laughs> what happened? I ate a canary cream puff. Yeah, exactly. Or, you know, like, what was the one when, like, somebody tried to hex somebody and Snape or somebody and their teeth grew long? Or what was that? That was Hermione. Hang? Snape did that to Hermione. It was so mean. It was terrible. I hate oh. it. <laughs> I see so, no difference, I mean, Snape. So that's why I thought, well, that's where the Ravenclaw part to me, because I see the compassion and caring. You're just instantly working constantly, and I see that's a very Hufflepuff thing. Then I think, now, how do you know to be prepared for all these random things that we're just talking about? That just seems to me you have to be really book smart and really just like have to like really constantly study. Because I think doctors really have to, yeah, you know, like people go through med school just work their butts well, off. Well, it wasn't when they were looking over careers in book five – when they were uh, looking over the the healer pamphlet, I met, like I remember them saying that it was um, oh, right. it was pretty complex to be, become a healer. Like you had you had a, I think it's it's almost as complex really? as or as many newt classes you have to take because you have to take potions and all that jazz. It's been a while since I read that, but I remember they talked about healers, and I was and then that um, makes sense. we must consult their book. Ah, well, yeah. I'm gonna go get my book. Hang and on so I think it it is very complex. What do you think, John? And you, I, I nerd out when it like those kind of stuff because I'm like, what would I be in the Wizarding World? So I always remember those. <laughs> what would I be? Yeah. What would you be? I think I think I would be a wand maker, or at least I'd want to study wand making. What about you, John? I'm not sure Aww. what I would be. Um, I would either work in, work in the kitchens or be an R. That's pretty much the same thing. <laughs> what? Oh my! Would you be the head house elf then, John? <laughs> no. I I why did I, 
I don't even know where that came from. I just kind of spit that <laughs> out. Oh, it's, no it's, it has been recorded for all of Pottercast land to know. What now? What? I knew it. See, I would be. I'd John be, wants to. You would. I'd be the one. Uh, you would. I'd be the one wizard in the kitchen. I wouldn't be an effing elf. And you know what? They would But I would be the one wizard in the kitchen that gets the elves to do what I need them to do. I, I, I'll come up with their recipes. It's suiting that a burrito would oh, be in the kitchen. Oh, you know, they're warped enough to love their masters okay, cool. usually, so. Well, here's the info. Here's the info on healing, just to get us back on topic. Um, I don't fancy healing, said Ron on the last evening of the holidays, blah, blah, blah. It says here you need at least an E in Newt level in potions, oh, herbology, man. transfigurations, charms, and yeah. defense against the Hot. dark arts. See? That's crazy. That means a lot of hard work. It does mean a lot of hard work. Yeah. It means- well, I think it's pro- that, that profession is probably made up of Ravenclaws and Hufflepuffs. I would, I would imagine, I, I think that's a very good assessment, because you have the people who are naturally inclined just to retain this information, and then you have the people who have the heart for it and the determination to retain this information. You know what's weird about the wizarding world? Think about it this way. If everybody Mm -hmm. in our world had to belong to one of four groups, everybody, up and down, had Mm -hmm. to belong to one of four groups, at least of the people who who went to Hogwarts, you know, like... You, you, that's like a classification you carry with you your whole life. That's why I'm not such a big fan of this sorting thing. Oh, see. Interesting. Mm. But just imagine, if somebody thinks something, uh, and anybody you meet, oh, that, that person was a Gryffindor, and already you've, you've got a yep. set of ideas yeah. about them that may or, may or may not be true, you know? Sorry, that's a whole other topic, isn't it? Well, I think, well, yeah, no, I think it's a valid point, because Dumbledore brings it up in the seventh book, about how, like, I think we sort to, or I guess it would have been the sixth book, technically. Um, or the time frame right. of the sixth book, but um, how we sort too soon type yeah. of thing. It's kind of like, and you can't define somebody by their 11-year-old self, but I think it's just like your family. You don't pick your family. You know, and they, It brings certain stigmas along with it and certain encouragements, but like you're not confined to it. But it's just it. so weird. It's just so weird. Everybody, personality traits being assigned to one of four categories in like when like you know it's like it's like if we all belong to the same religion and and came of age at the same time and therefore had to go into a certain profession you know i it's, i don't know this is another kind of conundrum i'm sorry i'm off the topic <laughs> it's not off topic and i think it's interesting because but remember the sorting hat does take choice into the that's true i know I so it's not I, like you're being pigeonholed. i get all that but it's just it's just it's just it's just strange to me to have a whole society of people who are divided into four general categories you know what i mean mm. i don't know yeah anyway, i'm sorry yeah. poppy well like when i went to school they had different teams like but it was based on your academic stuff like if you were wow. a superstar or you were an e team really? the whole school the cougars junior high Do uh, we- Weird. Do we know if Bobatones sorted people? We don't know. We don't no. know if Darmstrang did they it don't. either. Yeah. I don't think they do because it doesn't Floor mention that? They don't? Does Floor mention that they don't? Uh. I think. Oh. Well, she mentions the sc- she mentions their uforms and their sc- the houses and they they do their testing different. Yeah, so I would it's imagine probably that different. it's it's a and it's about the four founders. So like No, I can't. that's unique to Hogwarts <laughs> I, I understand I imagine. all this. I'm just saying it's weird. <laughs> no, I'm just thinking out loud. I'm not I'm not correcting you. I'm I'm just okay. dialoguing with myself. Poppy? I'm sorry, it's my fault. My bad. Oh, Poppy. <laughs> can I just say this? This was I, one of the things I always had envisioned, you know, Dumbledore. There have been all these stories. <laughs> Yeah. Uh-huh. And did she have like a did she hook up with, with would she hook up with Filch? Who did 
Filch, like, get with at the end? No, the Filch was the, the oh, librarian. Pence. Oh, that's right. Uh, okay. Wait, is that canon, that? or is that just a very established fanon idea? Uh, it's it's vaguely canon, because they, they, they're seen together at the funeral. Oh. Okay. oh that's just gross, oh, that Filch. Must- so, it, like... There's enough reason to be like, hmm, but nothing to be like, oh. Well, Pomfrey gives Dumbledore earmuffs, so for a long time. Oh, that's right. Um, or no, Pomfrey said yeah. that she liked Dumbledore's new earmuffs in the first chapter, so, or Dumbledore references it. So for a long time, people yeah. are like, oh, Dumbledore and Pomfrey, that's so cute. But we all now know that that no. was not the case. Well, maybe well, but you not. you know what? She could have unrequited yeah. love, right? Yeah, but right? she could have. We know that Dumbledore was. D- D- Dumbledore might have discovered his sexuality, you know, somewhere between books one and seven. No, <laughs> except that he. We know that he discovered yeah, it way before that. <laughs> John, well, <laughs> With he, Grindelwald and kind he of. He could have been teetering down. on the fence a little bit, or maybe. He's no, no, on the no. Fence. She talked about him having a lonely life after that. All right. Yeah, she. So there. <laughs> so right there. On. <laughs> But so okay, now, but let's think about her though. But think about her; she's on call twenty four hours a day, so her life is at Hogwarts. For yeah, what is she doing this summer? Is in she's there twenty four hours a day. I think she goes to third world wizarding nations and helps them. I would agree with you. I think that's an excellent idea. Third world wizarding nations. What are the third world wizarding nations? I'm so curious. I don't know. Store places that have magic, but they can't afford to make wands, so they can't focus their energies. I guess I always imagine those communities as different. Like it's not that they they can't afford to make wands, but that they use their magic. Like the the wand is just a focus, and I would have. Yeah. J.K. Rowling has referenced like 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 deep African traditional magic. Uh-huh. Like That's the so, family is. is I from totally that agree area, with so. you because right, I always yeah, right. I always hoped that. Um, that Durmstrang would use staves instead of wands, because you know how you Ooh. all those like wizarding lore with the magic staves and stuff. It's just a way of focusing. Mm-hmm. So I always like Durmstrang. Probably could. You know what I mean? It's just like a giant wand. You know, that's one thing I got to say. This is random, but the Goblet of Fire is just on television, and I watch it again for the millionth time. And you know how the Durmstrang comes in? And they have those big staffs, and they do that big dance and everything. I love that staff. So yeah, when yeah. you said that, I was like, yeah, that fits with them. <laughs> that kind of cool. They'll have like Gandalf staffs, boom, or Moody's powerful staff of all power. You know when he bams in yeah. world shape. <laughs> I can't stand that staff. Right. I was gonna talk I'll about talk. that. Okay. <laughs> okay. <great>. Sorry. <laughs> what else is going on? Um. So I. So are we? Oh, is I that guess it? are we decided? I think so. I I think if we, I'm pretty pretty decided. You guys. So wait, are, you guys still think that she's Ravenclaw, or are you guys swayed a little? I still think she's a Hufflepuff. I think she's Hufflepuff. Mm, too. I'm 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 gonna. I'm holding on to my Ravenclaw here. Okay. I, you know, I had early still said Ravenpuff, but right. I'm going to go Ravenclaw. I mean, I know that's unusual that me would say somebody's not a Hufflepuff when I try to get them in at every chance. I know. Oh, my, Sue. What's happening the here? must be near. I don't know. I'll say this. If she is Ravenclaw, <laughs> I won't be shocked. I'll be like, okay, fair. Fair game. I'll, okay. be, I'll be pissed if she's not, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it'll, it'll ruin the books for me. Oh, boy. <laughs> Always. I'm going to return them all. I love this idea, though, John. I'm going to spread the rumor now that John wants to be the head of House Elves. No, you totally twisted that. I said I was going to be the no. head chef in the kitchen. <laughs> Melissa, what would your wizarding Wait, job I be? Missed, I missed this. So I was getting my book. What what happened? I'm going to be the... What, what would your wizarding my job My wizarding be? job. I don't want to be obvious and say reporter. Um, <sighs> reporter. I don't know. What, what would I want it to be? Yeah. And you too, Sue. You never said you. Oh, totally. I want to go 10 bar at the Leaky Cauldron, honey. That's it. I'm That's done. Right. Down. You That's know, it. for yeah. reals. <laughs> I would like to work at Honey Dukes. Oh, 
Oh, that'd be cool. I want to grow very large and give out lots of candy. And invent magical candy? And invent magical candy. Oh, my God. Yes, I want to invent magical candy. That would be a cool-ass job. I want it. Beat mine. Well, John, you should open up your own wizarding thing. shop, though, John. Would be a good John shop. I have a wizarding Wands restaurant. That would be cool. Do it. Oh, I would love one. I love to have a frat. wizarding restaurant. John should do a wizarding restaurant. Oh, that would God. be great. I would go eat there all the time. Oh, why can't we do this? <laughs> <laughs> I uh, do this is one of those moments when you realize that it is completely impossible for any of it to happen. Hey, none of that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let's go on. Okay. Ruiner. Okay, Ru- bye-bye. I'm a ruiner. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> You're a ruiner. A ruiner of lives. You're- she ruins lives. Welcome, welcome to our bit-by-bit segment where we take a look at Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows a bit at a time. Isn't that fun? I like that title. Ooh. Who are we going to sort this time? We're not sorting, John. We're, we're, we've done sorting. Oh. <laughs> Everybody loves it when we sort. Everybody loves it. Oh. <laughs> I think that's such a... Oh, we, uh, we already talked about this already this week, but we God, did. it's so funny to read those comments. <laughs> It's like it's it's we we it's funny because it's unpopular yet I don't care it's funny for me it's funny for us to continue to sort people. Well, we just picked we pick. I gotta tell you the stupidest people to sort. I mean, Grumbly Plank. Grumbly Plank. Why not talk about Grumbly Plank? You love her. <laughs> All right. All right. I don't know. All right. Let's continue. Yeah. So. What are we? What's the bit of the week? Well, guys? we're still on the end of chapter eleven, the bribe, and we, last we had seen um, Lupin. There had been the the confrontation at uh, Grimmauld Place with Lupin, and he went yeah. all huffy out the door and uh, punch in the face. Well, I don't think there was any violence. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> <have> been. <laughs> there was no violence, but you know what else? This is when it kind of gets interesting, though, because he left a newspaper, the Daily Prophet. And then old Harry sits down and starts to take a look. And then what does he see? Dumbledore's. What does he see? A photograph of the Dumbledore family. <gasps> do, 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 do. I just, every time, the first time I read this and every time thereafter, I keep thinking of the 2005 interview with Joe. And she said, Dumbledore's family would be a profitable line of inquiry. She was not fooling around. <gasps> <laughs> remember when she said that? I Dumbledore's do remember that. Would be a pro- Wow. And she was just, she was not joking. I know. I thought maybe it would be like one little plot point, not the entire seventh book. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, how much, how much would she have really talked about though? If somebody asked, tell me about Dumbledore's family. Well, I did. I what said, think she should said? we talk about that? And she said, no. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, I mean, if it had come up in a way, in a time other than that, that when she prompted you to talk about the family, like if she was asked at some other point, would she really just be all cagey and be like, no, I don't want to talk about Dumbledore's family. No, I think she would have been sly enough to say, like, well, you know, they've been gone for a long time or something, and and have it be true, but have it dismiss suspicion as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just remember all the speculation about Aberforth. I mean, there was so much rampant, and we had no idea, just no idea what was going on. And then, you know, yeah, and then he was like a star player. <laughs> Do you think Aberforth was homophobic? No. no. I don't. I don't think he. You don't think that had anything to do with Aberforth no. has no right to be homophobic, okay? Aberforth? He should not be anything toward the alternative sexualities, as they call it. 
Yeah. So I thought it was only female goats he was interested uh, well, in. How do we know? We don't know. So you well, can't say the that. The key there is female goats. <laughs> so let's uh Yeah, I know. Aberforth if Aberforth is homophobic, he's got bigger. All right, exclusive extract from the upcoming biography of Albus Dumbledore. Mm-hmm. But you know, before we get to that, I mean Joe gives that description of the photograph. Now I know I I remember that there afterwards, you know, in all the flurry of of discussions, that there was a lot of talk about Mama Dumbledore and that she had this carved her face had a carved quality about it like she was a Native American you know Harry said he thought she well what did you think about her doing having Kendra look like that I mean I don't know I was just kind of surprised you know (laughs) I'm sorry I have to laugh because we we a couple weeks ago we danced around calling her a Native American because obviously she is from Britain but now I know where I got it there's actual words in the book Native American, American right. photos, photos of Native yeah, American. Maybe she so was. Weird. Maybe she was. Maybe she was from an in, an Indian clan in in the right in the United right. States and moved. I guess. I guess that really is a race, though. Oh, I'm feeling. It sounds so ignorant right now. You didn't know that that was a race. I know it. I know it is, but I mean to suggest that there's another name for it. Oh, what? Well. What are you? What are you talking about? <laughs> Another name for what? I mean, what were these people called before some European called America, America? They called themselves the people who live in America and didn't call it that. They called themselves the people who lived here. They had names for their tribes. Right. You know? Right. Yeah. And yeah, but they're like, there are, you know, well-known tribes in like, you know, like the Mayans and the Incans and all these people. And they're not grouped in some lump. You know, we're the native you know, whoever else is. But so what? I'm confused as to your point. <laughs> that happens to me a lot with them. <laughs> Sorry. I'm just confused. Too. I don't even know what I'm confused about anymore. Okay. They're Native Americans. It's what, unfor- it's the unfortunate thing that we call the people native to the Americas. Can I just tell you what I was thought, though, when I was reading that? I thought, oh, that's cool. She picked that because she's, you know, it's a lot of like a mis- mysterious kind of mystique, you know, this kind of, you know, because the Native Americans are all very into their or very aware of like a, like the earth and the powers of different kinds of um, forces out there and stuff. And they're very aware of these things. Yeah. And, and it's part of their culture. And I thought, oh, this is kind of cool. You know, I mean, because there was that that type of, you know, when there was that um, ignorance and not willing to learn about them and stuff. It's just, I just thought it was really cool that she picked that. Well, it also speaks to Dumbledore's history. I mean, it, it sounds like people were, were also kind of wary and yeah. xenophobic about about her right. and, and the whole idea of a Native American. You, you could just imagine the different kind of magic that she would know of if she was yes. magical. She might have been a muggle. Yeah, you know? we don't know. No, she was a witch. You're right. You're right. Yeah. I take it back. She was a witch. But but, but we, we don't know where like where she came from, though. I mean, we don't know. So, I mean, she could have been American, American witch. Why not? But then but then you get the, then you then you see that part when they're talking about the boys and they're wearing their matching coat. I don't know about you. Melissa, did you do this with your when you're with your sister? But did you not always dress the same? Did your mama not oh, yeah. do that? I mean, oh, oh God. Yeah. <laughs> there are pictures. Can't even imagine. I mean, my sister and I used to, we used to, I used to, we had these, I used to call them the Nancy Sinatra boots, and this will date me, but we both had those white, like, high-heeled, tall boots. We always wore those all the time, and I just remember that. But our clothes, like our dresses, mine would be blue, and Barb's would be, you know, like, pink or yellow or something. I just, I always remember that. God, so I cracked up when I saw that about the, sorry. Needless trip down memory lane there. (laughs) Sorry. 
the exclusive extract from the upcoming biography of Albus Dumbledore. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sorry, Mold on the Wald. Yes, that name. <laughs> I mean, where'd she get that one from? That's hysterical. I don't know. Just hilarious. It she's is. Just, just laughing to herself that? while she does this stuff now. <laughs> That's mold? Mold, like mold on bread. Oh, but there's a U in there? Yeah. Yeah. It's the oh, British way of spelling, I guess. British. <laughs> British love their U's, I swear. They do. You think they get like a commission every time that a U is used? So they grew up in Mold on the Wald. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. And then they moved to Godric's Hollow. Yeah. All right. So Creature comes back with Dung Fletcher with him. Yes. Yes. I love it. It's about we've been waiting for that, you know, because I love Dunk because he's such uh, I mean, he's such a just like kind of revolting character. Yet he amuses me immensely. And I just knew that he would be up to no good in this book. And I was like, yes, there he is. So old, I yeah. love when Creature gets him back. Boom. And he's all stinky and gross. And he's just amusing. I mean, my favorite creature moment ever is yes. when he's trying to hit him with the pan and Harry tells him to stop and he's like, but one more for good luck. Yes! Uh. Oh, I love it. I love it. I love creature. I love him. I do too. He's so funny when he did that. That was hysterical. I mean, you're just after that sad thing you're reading about, then that that whole scene comes up. It was perfect. It was just so funny. So if we have no dung and... In the movies, how are they going to do this, do you think? Uh, well, they'll figure out. All. They'll get the information to him a different way, you know? But I want to see a creature, like, kick somebody's butt like that. I would yeah. love that. <laughs> would be awesome. Yeah. You know? But maybe, maybe <laughs> they'll just be? introduce Dung early on. Um, it's one establishing shot. It's a shot of him swiping something and you know exactly yeah. his role, you know? Yeah. What if it was like Mrs. Fig or somebody instead? Oh. Well, see, because I wanted that scene, though, that scene when, you know, Figgy whacks him on the head with her bag of cat food, you know, and I thought that was hysterical, too. Yeah. So I would, he's always getting beat up. Poor Dung, if you think about it. But, but. Oh, poor Dung, nothing. <laughs> poor, sport, poor stinky thief that he is, of, you know. Of all the, of all the names that are not lovable, Dung. <laughs> You can't, you can't love somebody called Dung. <laughs> That's why it's so perfect. Nothing I doing. mean, he's just, you know, he's always, everything, you, you can't believe anything he's spewing yeah. out at all. Anything he says, and it's just exactly. a perfect name for him. <laughs> oh, gross. Okay. But then we learned something really key there at the end. The very end, because the end, this end of this chapter, I thought Joe was like rocking on this chapter, I gotta say. Me too. Go for it, Suze. I mean, they're like, okay, where's that locket? Oh, some hag, some ministry hag. And then when you read that line, did your not heart just go, oh, yeah. no way. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh, God. <laughs> Bow on top of her head. Looked like a toad. Looked like a toad. <laughs> just so perfect. So, yeah. I hate her too so much. Oh, my God. And it, but you can feel everybody like with the dread that that now yes. we're talking about Umbridge. If we deal with her again, then just the line, the, the scars on the back of Harry's hand felt, you know, um, yes, I mean, tingling. I was like, yes, isn't that the perfect way to end that? She doesn't need to say anything more because all of her readers know what the, what that was, mm-hmm. what the implication That's was. Great. It was just awesome, and we're like, whoa, Umbridge, there she is, she's back. Dun, dun, dun. Here she comes, yes. <laughs> riding on the back of a evil cat. Yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah. 
know. I keep thinking about that oh. song about Harry and the Potters. Hey, umbridge, you're going down. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Umbridge, you're going down. <laughs> well, it's exactly what happens when we pick up bit by bit next time, right? I think so. I think we all... Great question. Magic is might. All righty. Should we go? Ah. That's it. That's it from us. Let's wrap this puppy okay, up. Okay, cool. Hey guys, it's that time again for more of the Pottercast Acting Troop Auditions. This week we're bringing you the best of the male auditions that we had submitted. The mix of younger roles and adult roles for this week. You're just going to pick your favorites and we'll pull from there. We have seven auditions to play for you this week of various ages, all male roles. And we will have the same poll on Pottercast.com for you to vote for your favorites. Starting with number one. What makes me say you know who's back? Harry repeated, looking Zachariah straight in the face. I saw him. But Dumbledore told the whole school what happened last year. If you didn't believe him, you don't believe me. And I'm not wasting an afternoon trying to convince anyone. The whole group seemed to have held its breath while Harry spoke. Harry had the impression that even the barman was listening in. He was wiping the same glass with a filthy rag. It was becoming steadily dirtier. Zechariah said dismissively, All Dumbledore told us was that Cedric Diggory got killed by you-know-who, and that you brought Diggory's body back to Hogwarts. He didn't give us details. He didn't tell us exactly how Diggory got murdered. I think we'd all like to know. If you've come to hear exactly what it looks like when Voldemort murders someone, I can't help you, Harry said. His temper, always so close to the surface these days, was rising again. He did not take his eyes from Zacharias Smith's aggressive face, determined not to look at Cho. I don't want to talk about Cedric Diggory, right? So if that's what you're here for, you might as well clear out. And number two. I don't believe this, said Hermione. You're actually defending... I'm not defending what I did, said Harry quickly. I wish I hadn't done it, and not just because I've got about a dozen detentions. You know I wouldn't have used a spell like that, not even on Malfoy. But you can't blame the prince. He hadn't written, try this out, it's really good. He was just making notes for himself, wasn't he? Not anyone else. Are you telling me, said Hermione, that you're going to go back and get the book? Yeah, I am, said Harry forcefully. Listen, without the prince, I'd never have won the Felix Felicis. I'd never have known how to save Ron from poisoning. I'd never have gotten a reputation for potions brilliance that you don't deserve, said Hermione nastily. Give it a rest, Hermione, said Ginny, and Harry was so amazed, so grateful, he looked up. By the sound of it, Malfoy was trying to use an unforgivable curse. You should be glad Harry had something good up his sleeve. Well, of course I'm glad Harry wasn't cursed, said Hermione, clearly stung. But you can't call that sectum semper spell good, Ginny. Look where it's landed him. And I'd have thought, seeing as what this has done to your chances in the match. Oh, don't start acting as though you understand Quidditch, snapped Ginny. You only embarrass yourself. Number three. Teddy's back there. Just seen him, and guess what he's doing? Snogging Victoire! He's snogging her! Yeah, I don't mind sharing with Elle. Teddy could have my room. Mom, I can't give a professor love. Outside, yeah, but at school he's Professor Longbottom, isn't he? I can't walk into Herbology and give him love. See you later, Elle. Watch out for the Thestrals. <laughs> Number four. 
Now, do you know everyone? Blaze of beaties in your ear, of course. This is Cormac McLagan. Perhaps you've come across each other? No? And this is Marcus Belby. I don't know whether or not you've seen... Ah, and this charming young lady tells me she knows you. Albus Severus. You were named for two headmasters of Hogwarts. One of them was a Slytherin. And he was probably the bravest man I ever knew. But just say... Then Slytherin House will have gained an excellent student, won't it? So Creature went to the Dark Lord. The Dark Lord did not tell Creature what they were to do, but took Creature with him to a cave beside the sea. And beyond the cave there was a cavern, and in the cavern was a great black lake. Ah, Teddy! Teddy Lupin! Snogging Ah, Victoire! Our cousin! And I asked Teddy, what was he doing? And he said he'd come to see her off. And then he told me to go away. He's snogging her! Mom, I can't give Professor love. Outside, yeah, but at school he's Professor Longbottom, isn't he? I can't walk into a bology and give him love. Number five. What do you think I'm at? I, aren't I supposed to have any patience to reach the end of Mother? No, I know. <laughs> I, I, I know. It seems unimportant to you. What I'm doing. What I want to do. Having a little difference between them. You, you don't think that... Listen, listen. You think I'm crazy about the warehouse. You think I'm in love with the Continental Shoemakers. You think I want to spend 55 years down there in that Celatex interior with fluorescent tubes. No, I would rather someone picked up a crowbar and battered out my brains than go back mornings. But I go. For 65, 65 dollars a month, I give up all that I ever dream of doing and being ever. I go. I mean, every time you come in yelling that, rise and shine, rise and shine, I think to myself, how lucky dead people are. But I go. And, and you say, <laughs> you, you, you say self. Self is, is all I think of. Well, I tell you, mother, if self is all I thought of, I would be where he is. Gone. As far as the system of transportation reaches. Number six. So that's little Scorpius, said Ron under his breath. Make sure you beat him in every test, Rosie. Thank God you inherited your mother's brains. Ron, for heaven's sakes, said Hermione, half stern, half amused. Don't try to turn them against each other before they've even started school. You're right, sorry, said Ron, but unable to help himself, he added. Don't get too friendly with him, though, Rosie. Granddad Weasley would never forgive you if you married a pureblood. Hey! James had reappeared. He had divested himself of his trunk, owl, and trolley, and was evidently bursting with news. Teddy's back there, he said breathlessly, pointing back over his shoulder into the billowing clouds of steam. Just seen him, and guess what he's doing? Snogging Victor. He gazed up at the adults, evidently disappointed by the lack of reaction. Our Teddy! Teddy Lupin! Snogging our Victor! Our cousin! And I asked Teddy what he was doing... You interrupted them, said Ginny. You are so like Ron. And he said he'd come to see her off. And then he told me to go away. He's snogging her. James added as though he was worried he had not made himself quite clear. 
Oh, it would be lovely to see them get married, whispered Lily ecstatically. Teddy would really be part of the family then. And number seven. Couldn't make us a cup of tea, could you? It's not been an easy journey. Budge up, you great lump. And here's Harry. Last time I saw you, you was only a baby. You look a lot like your dad, but you got your mom's eyes. I demand you leave at once, sir. You are breaking and entering. Aw, oh, shut up, Dursley, you great prude. Anyway, Harry, a very happy birthday to you. Got some here for you. I might have sat on it at some point, but it'll taste all right. Uh, who are you? True, I haven't introduced myself. Rubius Hagrid, keeper of keys and grounds at Hogwarts. What about that tea then, eh? I'd not say no to something stronger if you got it, mind. Don't touch anything it gives you, Dudley. Your great pudding of a son don't need battening anymore, Dursley, don't worry. I'm sorry, but I still don't really know who you are. Call me Hagrid. Everyone does, and like I told you, I'm keeper of keys at Hogwarts. You'll know all about Hogwarts, of course. Oh, no. Sorry. Sorry? It's them as should be sorry. I know you weren't getting your letters, but I never thought you wouldn't even know about Hogwarts for crying out loud. Did you never wonder where your parents learned it all? All what? All what? Now, wait just one second. Do you mean to tell me that this boy, this boy, knows nothing about, about anything? Don't forget, guys, to check out Pottercast.com for the poll to where you can vote for your favorite audition this week. Um, We have had a little bit of issues with the poll last week, and we will have a page up on Pottercast.com so you're able to vote for your favorites from uh, each of the sessions as well. So take a look for that. Stay tuned to Pottercast.com, and more next week. Greetings, Potter fans. This is Quietish from Leaky Crafts. The Crafty Witches would like to invite you to join us for the Leaky Cauldron's first ever craft along. Throughout the month of May, we'll be leading our craft-minded members in crafting and personalizing their own wands. The party starts May 1st in the Harry Potter Crafts Forum on the Leaky Lounge. Check out the crafts page on leakynews.com for further info and your supplies list. Hey, hey, John. Hey, Sue. What kind of wand do you have? Uh, big one. Don't no, never, mind. never mind. Why did I... you know? open the door, Sue? Uh, <laughs> I just love how you do it. <laughs> oh, my God. I didn't play the game. It's got a... Oh, my gosh. Oh. It's got a dragon string in it. Mine uh, does, too. I, I bet. Oh, Sue, dragon. what was yours when you took it? It, it, was a, it came out to be maple and dragon string. Mine is applewood and dragon string. I haven't taken it? Yes, there's a quiz. Where's the quiz? There's a quiz. Where's the quiz? And Frankie gave Where me one it? last night. Yeah. Oh, is that, that the link? Is that it? No. Which okay, link? you got, you guys talk. I'm, I'm taking it. Wait, where is it? I'm going to Ollivander's question. Wait, I, it's no. not in this chat window. No, I got no, it. How did you get it? Because I'm magic like that. Well, you accioed the, the link? I did, and then it showed up. And then it shut up. And it's nice. which, of those, which of these things do you most prize about yourself? <laughs> how much money you have? Terrible. I mean, all these, it's all these, like, personality <laughs> things you have to, you know. But it's, it came out to be it's maple quirky, and dragon string. Because I, I, I was talking to Frankie last night, and I thought, you know, I, I always envision myself having a little bit of dragon in me. Even though I'm kind of wimpy, I'm, like, really firm about stuff sometimes. That's true. I 
mean, I'm loyal. And I think that takes a little determination and bravery to stick to your guns. So I have apparently my wand is maple, 11 inches, and phoenix feather. Interesting. Oh, now read yes, the description of phoenix feather. I think it's because of my fiery person. I put fiery for my personality. I think that was uh, accurate. Mm. So. Yeah. What does it say about Phoenix <laughs> Feather Course? What, what does it say about Phoenix Feather Course? Yeah, there should be a description. Oh, learn more about your wand. Check this out. Okay, let's see. So you've got a wand, and you'd like to know a little bit more about it. So it's maple, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. And okay, and doesn't maple is a wood, favorite wood from okay for magical wands has excellent longevity, symbolizes attraction, luring, drawing in, or bringing things together. I think that's because I'm passionate. It has a very positive energy. This one tends to choose those who love and who have who have a love or appreciation for beautiful things. An excellent one for love spells and also for divination. Ooh, so I can like make somebody fall in love with me and then also divine our future. That's yes. helpful. Okay. Hey. Um, it's not good actually. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> the phoenix feather comes from the tail feathers of a phoenix and is especially good with fire defensive magic as well as healing magic. This may be due largely to healing properties, Phoenix. Oh, right. read Applewood. About myself, I guess. Applewood. Yes, that's who I was. I forgot what it said. Your Applewood is. Ooh, it's a long. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, long description. It's an old English custom to drink the help of the apple tree with a good glass of cider, and all in hopes of encouraging the tree to produce a good crop next year. The apple tree symbolizes youth, beauty, and innocence. Applewood wands are well suited for healing spells, and is an especially good kind of wand that also helps to focus the energy very well. Applewood wands tend to choose those who are slightly immature or have a great youthful spirit. That's you. The wands tend to not respond well to those who do not fit its temperament and in fact are very unpopular among wand thieves as it tends to ignore the the orders of others altogether. Nice. Aw. John, did you take it yet? I got a maple wand with a dragon heart string. Ooh, you got a maple wand like me. What's a dragon heart? I don't And a dragon heart string. Um, You guys don't mind reading it, do you? Hexes or for dueling. Not to mention fire magic. They choose a witch or a wizard who is strong, not only physically, but emotionally, who usually has very strong opinions on things. Nice. So they often tend to be strong-willed and thick-headed as well. Well, I guess you could say my determination for Hufflepuff is pretty thick-headed, so I don't know. <laughs> well, mine was Dragonheart String as well, and I, I agree with that. All Dragonheart String except for me? Well, what was John? Who was Dragonheart String? I haven't done he it He hasn't taken it. He was just... Oh, John! <coughs> you should... Do the test right now. It takes two seconds. It takes two Where seconds. is this test, for Pete's sake? Put the link. What? What link? I don't have a link. I'm gonna. I'm gonna, give you a I'm link. gonna hurt your face. Here. Yeah. Do it. How long does it take? We'll talk while you do your test. I'm curious. I can do a baby cry. <laughs> That's you. <laughs> That's me. Wow. That was. That's upsetting. That's, <laughs> That's upsetting. <laughs> 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 I love how just the cold calculated delivery. That's upsetting. Uh-huh. <laughs> Something feels very wrong about that. I, don't I, I, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I can meow like a cat too because it's very similar. But I'll spare yeah. you. I don't want to upset you. Johnny, taking the test? I'm taking the test. I'm Which on. of these describes my personality? Fiery, passionate, beautiful, serene, strong, or adaptable? Hmm. Strong, probably. I was kind of thinking um, strong, maybe. I'd say or... either passionate or strong. Yeah, passionate or strong. Yeah. I put. I took passionate for me. Me too. Yeah. What do you like better, gold, silver, brown, gold? I guess. You like? I like silver. white gold. I don't really like yellow gold. It's gross. So you go silver. So pick silver. I guess I have to go silver, even though. It... 
learning. If it's on, which leisure activity do I enjoy the most? Sleeping, watching TV, hiking, swimming, reading, creative things, Muggle Internet. Um, Muggle Internet. Amazing. You're a Muggle Internet for I sure. I prob- probably have to go with hiking. Okay. What? Next. I'm kidding. You could only have one wish. What would you wish for? Money, power, beauty. I guess I have to say contentment. Though I, I do like to be entertained. Mm. Okay, that's fair. I don't know. It? What do you think? Cont- entertainment, entertainment or contentment? I think you'd like entertainment. Yeah. Yeah. I guess. Well, I sound. That sounds crappy though. But <laughs> just be honest. Okay. Doesn't matter. Come on. I don't want people to think bad of me. Well, why do you have to say your answer on there? Because <laughs> it's fun. It's Which fun. is your favorite holiday? <laughs> Hanukkah, Christmas, Halloween, Easter, Independence Day. Oh, this is hard. Um, I have to. I, I love Christmas. That wasn't hard for me. Christmas was it. I, I Christmas is mine too, just because I always yeah. get together and I love that. And Halloween. But Halloween's my second favorite because I love dressing up. It's the one year you can wear a cloak. What I have. I'm 14 inches, like I said. I'm huge. Uh, maple and Griffin Feather Core. Ooh, what's Griffin Ooh. Feather mean? All three so you guys maple are maple? Like me. Yeah. <sighs> That's weird. An apple. And you got a griffin feather core, which is the head and front leaves used in wands or witches or wizards who possess great strength, whether physically, magically, or emotionally. These wands are especially good for both offensive and defensive magic, so basically you rule the world. I kick wand. ace. <laughs> you would be an or. Well, Dalish needs all the help I he can get, so I guess that works. <laughs> oh, he doesn't need any darn help. <laughs> Sorry. I wonder what they Ding. just. I wonder what they got out of the what favorite holiday question that was. That's a that's weird. Yeah, what did you get clear. out of that? I'm confused. There. It's just well. it's it's more of just what you enjoy and what your Christmas. Yeah, is like, obvi- how do they attribute points to that? Yeah, I mean, how do you pick like St. Patrick's Day? I mean, that just like, that's kind of like you know, kind of like a narrow kind of if, thing. <laughs> it's because you it's like, like my green favorite things and maybe alcohol. my favorite holiday was like. Halloween, I would have been like nine inches or something. Right. Instead, I'm fourteen. Alright, Well, if you hey, what'd you guys think of all these fabulous auditions this week? They're wonderful. Great. I had the the, the great pleasure of listening to some of them as John was putting the piece together, and um, and also we... in this week's show, and um, I'm really impressed with the caliber we're getting. Yeah, and here's the thing guys and gals there will be uh, one more round of these next week before we start doing the callbacks etc but if you don't hear your your audition on the show if you're not some of you while we aren't considering for these particular lead characters there will undoubtedly be roles there some of you audition for very specific parts like uh, Hagrid or Grubbly Plank or a villain or a grandma or whatever which was very interesting of you to do so, but that doesn't mean that we're not going to actually have those kinds of roles in the script. And then if we do, we very well might be emailing you about it. So mm-hmm. you're not totally. Yeah, exciting stuff. Exciting and stuff. I will be reprising the role as the wizard robot. <laughs> Good! <laughs> Yay! Awesome. All right, well, is that it for this week, guys and gals? Well, it's. I one... believe so. Um, can we repeat that crafty announcement? Yes. I think we shall. What is it? Who knows? The, what it is, isn't it, is that they're doing our own craft along. It's a new feature that we're going to have. And yeah. every two months, there's going to be a new craft. Mm. Right now, this month, they're making their own wands. 
and we have a whole thing on on that was our appropriate uh, that we talked about our we have whole section. It's really cool. So, yeah, we were talking about wands, and you can do one at home, and you can um, I don't know, you can like decorate it up and stuff and whatever. But it's really kind of thing. If you have other questions about, they have all sorts of things in our own crafting section, or if you want to do like your own scarves and all that kind of stuff. That's really pretty fun. Worth so, it. Yeah, you can do it long, so you're not. I mean, you can buy you buy your own things at home, of course, and then you can go do these activities with other and wizards here in the Leaky Cauldron. Very cool. That's pretty flippin' sweet. Crafty. I like it. Well, guys, this has been the best time we've ever yes. done. Oh, you did it. You did it. I beat you. L O L. Raffle. <laughs> Raffle. <laughs> But um cranky. yeah 150 shows so much has happened over three years of this what we should do is because we really this one kind of snuck up on us we should do a three-year anniversary mm. big yeah deal. i agree in well, august how far away is that gonna be august it's now may john oh, yeah. We're in may. get working now <laughs> john all the editors like, are cringing yeah. right like, now. No. Yeah, I know. Well, it's impossible. It's impossible to dig into three years of material. And, you know what we need to do? do? What? Well, firstly, you all should have seen by now all of our cute little drawings by Mr. Frack of um, the Pottercast heroes, which are not us, actually, of course. Pottercast our, heroes? Our, our elves and our editors. Yay! Wee! I thought you meant he, I thought you meant Frack had done a picture of us <laughs> as the heroes, guys. That, that would be sweet. I got very confused for a minute. Like capes. I'm sorry. That'd be awesome. But yes, our unsung podcast heroes. They are. No, um, our podcast elves, probably being podcast elves, have a few favorite moments from the shows. So hopefully they can help if we're doing a little highlight show, like they did last time, to uh, pull together some of their favorite moments. Yeah, and I'd love for the, I'd love for uh, our fans to take part in our forums, which are linked on the bottom of our posting on podcast.com to contribute what 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 they think their favorites have been over the past year yeah hopefully by july we'll be able to start putting together you know what, Is that 13 you know what we should call it before. it might be actually sue it might be 13 and a half weeks away. you know what i want to call it i want to call the, the little highlight show podcast whatever <laughs> remember that time rtt for uh, short that's a michael jackson song so bad. <laughs> RTT. Okay. Work it. All right, that's enough. Work it. <laughs> I guess until next week, ladies and gents, keep twiddling those dials. The next password will be socks. Keep each other safe. <laughs> keep safe. Good, Good night. night. We've missed it. Toppy is free. I confess myself disappointed. Now. If you don't mind, I'm going to bed. Great, Scott. No wonder. Look at the time. We've been here nearly four hours. Spooky how the time flies when one's having fun. <laughs> this week's Pottercast was produced by the Pottercast Trio and Steve Bonnet. Thanks to our Scooby 5 team, Aaron and Nina, and thanks, as always, to our awesome transcription elves for transcribing this and all our other episodes on Pottercast.com. For more information about the show and how to contact us and be a part of future episodes, visit Pottercast.com. Ew, there's something we can